Hey, creative. I'm pretty sure that as a fellow artist that you look at the world a little differently than other people. You have different thoughts, different emotions, different ways of approaching the world. And that's what makes you special as a creative. However, I've found in my life that it's very easy for me to take the creative parts of my life and use them as a crutch to kind of hide the sensitive parts of my life that may need more attention, especially in the realm of mental health. So I say it like this, and I say it not to be mean and definitely not to use a word that some people feel is a very, very kind of insensitive word. But I don't want to equate craziness with creativity. I believe that there's a balance that we got to find. And especially in this month of May, as I'm recording this, in this Mental Health Awareness Month, I thought it was important that I address this issue, as I've done in previous podcasts, so that we never take our creativity and use it as a crutch to hide or to medicate ourselves when what we really need is professional mental health support. So I'm going to go ahead and let this video recording that we did earlier in the month play. It's our creative checkup. If you want to follow our creative checkups, just go to godandgigs.com slash YouTube and you can follow and watch those live or on replays. But I also want you to hear it if you didn't get a chance to hear it. By the way, if you're new to the show, my name is Alan C. Paul. I'm the host of God and Gigs, and I am always here to help you to build a better creative life from the inside out. And this creative checkup episode is just one example of that. So I hope you'll check out all the resources that are at GodandGigs.com. And of course, subscribe and follow the show and make a review of the show whenever you get a chance. But today I want to get right into this very important topic of how we can better treat our mental health issues without resorting only to our creative personalities or our creative look at the world as our sole source of mental health perspective. I hope that makes sense. And I hope you'll listen in and enjoy and learn from this creative checkup. Here's our intro and we'll get right into the recording. Artists, musicians, and creatives of all kinds looking for help balancing your passion to create with your everyday life. Not sure if your faith can coexist with your profession. Welcome to a place where real artists discuss real life. You're listening to The God and Gig Show. Visit GodandGigs.com for show notes, links, and more information. So today's topic is dealing with how you handle mental health as a creative. May is Mental Health Month, and I've done several episodes about mental health. and I've been very transparent about my journey. But I wanted to approach it from this aspect that will hopefully help you today as you're watching this. I wanted to ask you the honest question, and I use this word carefully. I'm not trying to use this word to be inflammatory, but I want to ask you, do you consider yourself, when you think of yourself being a creative, do you consider yourself to be eccentric? And the word I'm trying not to use is crazy. I used it in the the title kind of like just to grab your attention a little, but I don't want to use the term crazy as an actual definition for someone. I only want to use it as kind of like a euphemism for the way that we sometimes play off our issues when it comes to mental health. And we try to cover it up by simply saying, oh, that's just me. I'm a creative. That's the way I act. That's what happens when you're a creative. You have all these little idiosyncrasies and issues 
that come along with being a creative. The problem that I would say with that is, is that it does sometimes mask the actual issues we have and we play it off as if it's something that just comes with being a creative. I'm talking about things like moodiness, things like being unable to like stay focused, whether it be something with attention or being able to follow through with things, or it could be relationships, being unable to really express your emotions with people, or maybe it's a temper. Whatever these situations are that are affecting our mental health, it sometimes seems that our creative lives gives us a perfect excuse to simply pass it off and just say, oh, that's just me. I'm creative. That's the way I'm supposed to be. And I want to challenge you guys today, if you're watching this on a replay or watching this live, I want you to go ahead and comment in the comment section below. Is it true that we honestly are simply creative when it comes to issues of mental health? Is there a link between our creativity and some of these issues when it comes to our emotional problems or our mental health problems, whether it be depression or something that's a little bit different. Maybe it's more on the, I don't want to be a uh, anything where I act like I'm a mental health professional. By the way, this is not therapy. This is simply me giving my opinion on things, but other things that go to the more expressive or maybe even manic side where we feel like we can't stop and we keep running and running and running moving on with things, not being able to focus on one thing at a time and just filling our lives with so much stuff until the point that we hit a point of exhaustion because we can't let go of things. All of these are issues that could be related to our mental health and they may not be healthy for us in the long run. And the reason why I want to make sure that I make that distinction is that I do not want to equate creativity with poor mental health. And I want to make sure that stigma of I'm a creative, I'm a musician, therefore I'm supposed to have these issues. I want that to go away. I never want that to be the assumption. And that means we have to divorce creativity from these other issues, these other things, and realize that we are human beings. And because we are human beings, we're going to have some of these issues and we need to be able to go to professionals have therapists, have counselors, have psychologists. And I'm not even going to get into necessarily right now the whole faith aspect. I have a great uh, podcast coming up very soon with Dr. April Endell. She's going to be talking about the connection from a mental health professional standpoint between the entertainment world, the world of creativity and mental health. I'm just addressing it directly to you guys. You guys need to go ahead and follow the God and Geek show, by the way, so that you can see that episode when it comes out. And I'll also be appearing on her show, Do You Need Therapy, which is a great, great, great podcast. You got to go look for Do You Need Therapy. But my question to you is, have you used creativity to cover up some of your inadequacies, your fears, your depression, or anything else that you feel on the inside, your anxiety, your fears, and have you passed it off? as, oh, I'm not crazy, I'm just creative. Because again, if you have done that, I see right there, I'm a little bit of both and I can't see your name because unfortunately you're probably in the Facebook community, that's why I can't see names, but that's okay, it's probably better in this case to be anonymous sometimes. But what I feel, and I'll just tell you my personal um, my personal journey with this as we go on with this. The first thing I've noticed in my own life is that I've oftentimes tried to use my creative life to cover 
and medicate things that happen. Hey, Crystal. I, oh, I didn't even mention my shirt. I hope this is the right Crystal because if it is, Crystal's handiwork is right in front of me. I just went totally off topic, but I saw her name. You guys see my shirt here? This is from Miss Chris Creations. I should have mentioned this right off the top. Um, that she made for me from our podcast. She's a fan of the podcast, The Got and Gig Show. And this is the byline here. I hope you can read it. It's it's the right way on Facebook. It's backwards on Instagram. But yes, Miss Chris, thank you so much for my shirt. And I wanted to make sure I rocked it. Let me just bring this mic down. You may not be able to hear me for a second, but you can see this incredible shirt. I am so proud of this shirt and I want you to go support her. Crystal, feel free to put your website on the uh, chat so it can pop up. Okay, I want everybody to see your handiwork here. This was so cool. It made me like tear up when I saw this. Um, somebody that supports the show. Crystal's a longtime friend, a fellow creative, an amazing, an amazing individual entrepreneur. And so I want you guys to go support her and people like her who make cool stuff like this. And yes, we accept gifts. I'm not campaigning for gifts. But for her to make this just shows how much she loves the show and how much she loves the God of Gigs community. Okay, where was I? Crystal, okay. Um, I remember I was talking about whether or not I have been guilty of covering up my own inadequacies in an attempt to, you know, erase my depression. So I'm feeling low, so I just need to go play it out. Or I'm feeling low, so... I need to write a song. The song is going to soothe my ills. It's going to make me feel better about myself. I need to work all night long on something because if I work all night long on this pro- on this passion project, I'll feel better. What I really need is like to just fill this gap. And what I found is, is that that doesn't really work. I really have to learn and had to learn that if I really wanted to grow as a person, as a human being and get better, get healthier mentally. I couldn't simply rely on my creative gifts, whether it be in church or not. And this is a tricky one, guys, but even those of us who practice and worship and sing in church and all that, that's a very, very thin line. We do believe in prayer. I do believe in worship. I do believe that these gifts are are spiritual gifts and spiritual tools that can lift us out of poverty or out of a, a, a impoverished spirit, out of a sense of depression that um, we can put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. That's all true. So let me make sure that you understand I am not saying that we should not use faith to attach to these issues of mental health. I am saying, though, that it is not simply our creative or our worship times that can give us that healing we're looking for. If these are mental health issues, if these are things that the mind, if it's simply um, us trying to diagnose ourselves and fix these problems without looking to the professionals, it's as if you go to a plumber to fix an issue uh, on your roof, okay? The plumber has tools. The plumber is extremely gifted at fixing plumbing issues. But the problem is on the roof. And to fix the problem on the roof, you need a roofer. Okay, I can do a thousand different things. You've got a problem with your knee. You don't go to a ear, nose and throat doctor. The ear, nose and throat doctor is extremely qualified. But the problem is with your knee. You need to go to an orthopedic doctor. 
we need to be willing to go to the people and talk to the people who are the experts in the area that we're struggling in. And as long as we keep going only to our creative life and only to our expression of how I create, how I feel better about myself when I do this, and we don't go to the expert that is dealing with that particular issue of the mind and the body and the spirit and the soul and that connection, then we're missing out and we're not going to cover the real area that we're dealing with. Great to see you on Instagram, Courtney Creates. Great to see you as well. I think Crystal's jumping in back and forth into two, two platforms. So that's cool. So let me wave to these guys, make sure they know I'm watching. So now that I've told you what I'm dealing with, I would love for you in your comments to also explain or share if you've also felt that kind of pull to cover up your feelings of so depression or anxiety or fear with a creative moment, with a, oh, well, if I'm feeling this, my out is to go to my creative life. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. What I'm saying is you need to do, like Crystal said, a little bit of both. You need to be willing to acknowledge that some of these issues are not just creative issues. Some of these issues, and by the way, as I mentioned at the beginning, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And so I'm going to be talking a lot during this next couple of weeks, next couple of uh, podcasts and creative checkups about mental health, about my journey through therapy, about how I don't know, I no longer want people to equate creative life with mental health issues, depression, and obviously it goes to the all the way to the deepest part and the darkest part, which is suicide and making sure that we never, never allow these problems to cascade on us. Another thing I'll bring up that can sometimes happen, and please give me a yes, that's me, or a I, I understand I've dealt with that in the chat if I touch on something that it impacts you. Another thing that affects us as creatives many times is our desire for approval. Our desire for approval and that need to be wanted, liked, and seen, giving of our gifts can become that kind of dangerous line again where we start to see ourselves losing our sense of equilibrium and it can affect our mental health to where we start to almost become a little bit addictive in that I have to have this applause. I have to have the likes. I have to have people paying attention. If people aren't watching me, if people aren't uh, paying attention, and if I'm not feeling elevated, somehow I am no longer as my self-image suffers. I'm no longer feeling like I'm useful. I'm no longer feel like I'm wanted, like I'm loved. And all of that can be a huge impact on your mental health. But once again, is creative work, is getting more likes the answer? Is the answer to suddenly, I don't know, blow up? Does that going to make you feel better about yourself? Is it going to solve the fear and the anxiety? Probably not. As a matter of fact, what I would tell you is that most likely if you become more well-known, those issues are going to be amplified. You're going to find yourself even more under pressure. You're going to find yourself more unwilling to take you know, the, the necessary steps to deal with your mental health issues, because now you feel like there's so much that's dependent on your career that you can't take a break. There's a great podcast out right now by Michelle Williams 
uh, Michelle Williams, who used to sing with Destiny's Child, amazing artist. Um, and she had a very public mental health crisis where she had to get help. She actually got help from um, Brittany Phillips, who's the wife of Trent Phillips. We had Trent on a p- podcast a year ago. He's one of the best friends of God and Gigs. His wife is a licensed professional counselor and psychologist, and Michelle Williams is her cousin. So there's a podcast where, where Michelle Williams talks with Brittany about how she needed somebody to come in and rescue her, really. And I'm sure many people would look at someone who worked in Destiny's Child and say, why did you need help? Or what, what could have possibly happened where you needed to get out of the world of this professional music career and totally focus on your mental health? But she was at the top of her game, and yet she almost lost everything because her mental health should have been the highest priority. And maybe for whatever reason, she wasn't able to do that because of the high levels of fame that Destiny's Child was experiencing. And so I feel like all of us have to say to ourselves, being honest with ourselves, am I putting my career or my platform in front of my very real need to be connected spiritually, but more even even as important, mentally and emotionally? Am I really connecting the dots between the way I feel, my whether it's depression, anxiety, ADHD, um, suicidal thoughts, whether it could be manic depressiveness, anything, uh, OCD, all these things that could possibly seep its way into our lives. Now, I, I'll be very honest with you as well here. And thank you for joining us on Instagram as well. Those guys are France and I think Afrature. Thank you for joining us. Um, I'll be honest here, and anybody that wants to chime in, feel free to chime in. I've also realized that some of these issues are a benefit. There are benefits to being for ADD, for example. I did take medication for ADD for a while, um, but at one point I felt like, okay, this is not helping me. It's making me a little bit unable to focus on the things I need to focus on, which is a weird way of saying that, but yeah, ADD in a sense, helps you when you're on a stage and you got to change the channel real fast. So I found that for my mental health, medication was not the right route to go. Doesn't mean that I didn't realize I still needed to take care of this. I just had to find a different way to take care of it. And so instead of using medication, I then turned to other methods like um, mind-body feedback and paying attention and to my thoughts and how I regulated myself and systems around me so I would be more organized and, you know, writing everything down twice and putting it in the computer and in a, um, and in my journal. And all these things helped me to regulate that ADD, but it was at certain places. It was a benefit to me. It helped me connect the dots really fast and be able to be turning on a swivel on the stage. But that doesn't mean that it wasn't an issue. It doesn't mean that when I came home, it wasn't still an issue being able to listen to my wife or connect with my kids. Those issues didn't go away just because it was a benefit to my creative career. It was a disadvantage in the other parts of my life. And so as you can see, once again, what might be a benefit to my creative life was a disadvantage to the other parts of my life. And that's why I really felt it was important to bring it up here in this creative checkup and kind of pose the question to you, are you allowing your creative life to get in the way of your mental health decisions? 
Do you feel that, okay, therapy is not for me because I my therapy is writing songs or my therapy is painting or my therapy is um, taking pictures, which is all well and good and probably a awesome, awesome way to deal and to to cope and to reconnect with yourself. And again, I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a counselor. I'm just saying these things parenthetically. I'm sure those are awesome ways to do things, but let's make sure we never try to simply uh, paint a picture to say it, you know, use that term of the only thing I need to do to regulate my mental health is to do more of my creative work because it might be where you're actually substituting apples for oranges. Um, me playing the piano does not, uh, it does not cover my need to talk to a therapist. It does not fill that void. It does not fill that need. Uh, me playing in the band or me uh, even talking to you, as much as I love doing this type of thing where I know there are people on the other side watching this and I'm helping you and you're getting benefits from the community aspect, that doesn't fix or equate to being in a small group talking about my feelings and learning how to express my feelings with a small group in a, uh, in a, either a counseling session or a connect group at my church or whatever type of way that you do group counseling. Okay. My point is this. Let's never allow our creative lives and our creative activities to attempt to take the place of honest, real mental health uh, methods, strategies, and counseling. It's not the same. You got to be able to equate and work on your mental health and your emotional health separate from your creative life, even if they do sometimes intersect to make sure that you never take one and try to fill the gap with the other. Thanks for joining us here at the God and Gig Show. Please leave us a review on iTunes, like our Facebook page, or visit GodandGigs.com and tell us what you thought of this show. We'll be back soon. In the meantime, go create something amazing.